Alright, welcome to David Merkel's show. Go ahead. <laughs> Alright, fine. Welcome to Hooking Up, everyone. With Adam Flores, David Merkel, and guests Nelson Flores. I still want the horn sound effect put in this. There's no editing for this show. Beep, 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 beep! Were you the speaker? And, yeah, and Rodney Sinio. Yeah, I didn't well, on that. Damn it! <laughs> Shit! So, welcome, you guys. So, uh. What does it taste like you? Tastes like Orange Crush. Alright, so first and foremost, Dave, what are we smoking? Uh, we're smoking Tangier's Orange Soda. It was, uh... Come on, dude. I'm driving. You're spitting on my hookah? I'm just passing the hose to you and you're not gonna do it? I don't know what that means. Anyway, so this is Nelson's first time on hooking up. Uh, we already did a UTJH for this week and I'm like, oh, maybe we could squeeze in a hooking up. Wanted to see if the host was free today, and he is. So here we are doing a show. So thank you guys for coming. So anyway, what are we smoking? Uh, Tangier's orange soda out of a uh, Maya Cleo, Namor hose, water in the base. You got to post this show on like hooking hookah forums. I'm planning on it. Uh, all right, guys. So <clears throat> got a big show today. It is. Comic-Con weekend, well, one of the Comic-Con weekends here in uh, the greater Chicagoland lesser, area. Is it, is it considered the lesser con? To me, it is. Is it, just is it only because Marvel pulled out of it? It wasn't just that. I, I there's just, no Marvel, there's no DC, there's nobody. It's literally just vendors. And so like, is it basically just Wizard World? I mean, yeah. that's yeah, who owns it, right? Yeah, it's, it's still Wizard World, but they're going through, I guess, a lot of reshuffling. And um, I, think they fired, <laughs> I think they fired the president like last year. This is where I would normally Wizard of Comic Con or is it two sovereigns? Wizard, whatever, whoever, the president of Wizard World or Wizard Conventions. Grand Wizard. Grand Wizard. <laughs> Grand Dragon or whatever. Dumbledore. So, that being said, I want to talk a little bit about Comic Con. Um, I want to go back since we're a big, big on nerdery and big on nostalgia. I want to talk about your favorite moments in Comic Con history for yourself personally. Like your favorite autographs, your favorite people to meet, your favorite purchases, um, the favorite your favorite things that you've even seen, both cosplay wise and uh, you know just in general. Oh, no, I get it. So what you do you? Have, the hoses might have been ghosted a little bit. You so what do you guys got? Oh, I think you guys already know my favorite Comic Con moment. Beating Kevin Smith. Yeah, it was my first Comic Con. Went in line to meet Kevin Smith, and I know Dave Murphy. Don't like him. But I you just, know, if it weren't for Kevin Smith and it weren't for Nelson Flores, we wouldn't have a podcast, so. That's true. Be honest. Yeah. So, you're mm. welcome. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Kevin Smith. Thank you, you I guess. You we, didn't do shit for me. We, we waited in line yeah. and. Uh, His he best was, work, in my opinion, is dogma. We uh, we waited in line and everybody was uh, in line to get uh, with a green, green arrow comic sign for the one that he wrote. So I bought some... Uh, quiver, right? Was it Quiver for the quiver, first one? Yeah. 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 I bought some Quick Stop... Was it Quick Stop merch or what, what do they call it? Uh, graffiti Designs. Did, yeah, uh, Graffiti Designs. I bought uh, the the drawing from Chasing Amy shirt. I brought a clerk shirt, like a small clerk shirt to get it signed. And then, then like a clerk shirt for myself. And I got it signed and, you know, the whole time we're in line, I'm thinking like, dude, what do I ask Kevin Smith? Like, what... Like, what question do I ask him? Oh, yeah. What kind of porn do you watch? So, <laughs> I asked him if I could bum a square. I was like, hey, can you do me a favor? Can I, can I bum a square off? And he didn't know what that was. It was like, a square? I was like, yeah, a cigarette. And he's like, oh, Lucy. 
In the East Coast, they call it Lucy's. Yeah. So he busts out a pack of Marble Lights, which I always meant to, like, pay him back one day if I ever ran into him. See if he remembered. But, um, yeah, but now I could say... That, that would be pretty cool. Like, yeah. hey, ten years ago you gave me a cigarette. I know... I don't think... He doesn't smoke anymore. No, no. But you could be like, you know... Uh, I know you don't smoke, but... Here it is back. He might yeah. be like, dude, keep that shit away from me. I quit, you know? But, no, I might, you know, buy him a pack and then, like, some rolling papers or something. But... I think I might smoke weed now. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, rolling papers. That was, that was cool, because I was, I was right next to you when that yeah. happened. I was like, holy shit. Because now, it was my first Comic-Con. Now I can say I, I bummed a cigarette off of Silent Bob. That was, that was really cool. That was a cool moment. Dave, what do you got? Um, my, see, I'm, I'm kind of lame. I don't stand in line for autographs. That's not really me. Uh, probably one of the most moments I was like, holy shit, the work that somebody put in. Uh, the first one I went to was right around the blackest night was ongoing. And there was somebody who dressed up like Necron. Had the scythe with the black lantern at the top. I mean, he had the costume with the heart sticking out. I mean, it was pretty fucking impressive. Yeah. And just the work he put in, I was like, holy shit, dude. That's pretty damn good. And then also the Ecto-1 was there, so I was a happy person. Wait, well, hold on. The Ecto-1 that they bring to the Comic-Con, it's always a Chevy Caprice, though. No, not that one. That was the Cadillac? Mm-hmm. What, what's your favorite purchase? My favorite purchase was probably my Red Lantern t-shirt. Really? Yep. Just a t-shirt, huh? Mm-hmm. So, I think my favorite... <clears throat> my favorite person to meet was Lou Ferrigno. Because this was before um, the Hulk movies even came out. Do you know he's back in Trump? <coughs> I'm sorry? Lou Ferrigno's back in Trump. So, Scott Bale. I can't believe Scott Bale is even alive. Everybody loves Chachi. I thought Joni just loved Chachi. Oh, yeah. Well, for me, it was just Joni uh, was a slut. It was it was meeting everybody. Bang Joni. It was up until that point that was the Hulk, the the end all be all Hulk. Boom. It'd be it'd be like meeting Michael Keaton before all these Christopher Nolan uh, movies came out when everyone sucked at Dick Christian Bale. Um, but to me, it was like wow, I finally got to meet the Hulk. I got an autograph poster that I had up on my wall for you know years and years in my parents' house. I don't even know where the fuck that poster is. Probably in the attic. You're right. You gonna be okay? Yeah. Oh. Um, but to me, that was like the end all be all coolest thing for me at the time. Favorite purchase uh, has to be just a bunch of the trade paperbacks that I pick up there every year. Like, I love being able to get those for like half off and just get like, I'll get six of them at a time. I'm not big on getting individual issues when I'm at Comic Con. Maybe one or two back issues that aren't worth anything, but I just I just want to have that issue, like, you know, the the Todd McFarlane black costume Spider-Man. For as much as I don't like Spider-Man, you know, that's that has to be one of the best covers of all time. So, to me, yeah, it was worth it to pick that one up. Um, man, I'm trying to think. I, I bought a lot of cool busts, some cool statues. Um, bought Nelson a couple things from there that Is he allergic to smoke cool. or something? No. No. Okay, I was like, if he's getting six in here, I'm going to kick you in the head. I'm good. Not a will stop. You know, I'm going to kick you in the head. Well, we can pause so we can leave. No, I'm just thinking. Um, I think, yeah, that, that, that Spider, was it Spider-Man 2 or Spider-Man 1 statue that I got you? One of those. It's that costume. Yeah. Look at a box. From the cartoon movie? I think it's Spider-Man 1. It was like him with the webbing attached to the uh, gargoyle or the... The building front and I think it's Spider-Man 1. you just, you know, 
defying gravity off of it. I thought that was a really cool thing to get. Yeah, I thought that was a missed opportunity in the movie when his powers were kind of going in and out. And he couldn't just, like, shoot a little bit under each arm to make, like, a foil and at least glide and then, you know, tumble on a roof just to kind of do an homage to the webbing. Yeah, I thought that would have been cool to do like, it under the arm. Just be like, fuck. Yeah, that would have been... just be like, just trying to shake it out of his wrist. That'd be pretty cool. And I was like, it would have been a nice little just, you know, a nod to it. Yeah. It was like... The classic. What what year was that Spider-Man? Like, 63, 64 Spider-Man? A Steve Ditko Spider-Man. So, early 60s, before Ramita Sr. got to Ramita Sr. still had him, but they kind of, like, phased him out. But Steve Ditko had the real big, exaggerated... Uh, Ditko. Ditko. Yeah. Hey, he legend. Had a big dick. Go. Sausage. He uh, became a recluse after, after creating Spider-Man. And, and he created Doctor Strange. Weird. What's your? I already know what yours is, but you go ahead and say it. Mine is a tie. Between. Between. Between meeting Jim Lee, which I waited three hours for. Or the. Yeah, I remember meeting Jim Lee. He, he drew me a picture of Daredevil, which I still have, which is my picture now. I would like that, please. I bet you would. Jim Lee, I waited three hours. To meet Jim Lee, who is my top five favorite artist of all time, top five most influential, and uh, my wife, Liz, got me a ticket to go meet Stan Lee, which was, I mean, I don't know if I can, I can't say enough how, like, almost speechless I was to meet this guy. That, like, I mean, it's like, that was the one year I was mad that I didn't go to Comic-Con. It's more than meeting Jordan. For me, it meant more to meet Stanley than Michael Jordan. I've gone to Comic Con every single year. I mean, when did we go our first year? Like 2001. I was thinking about that today. 2001. I've gone every year. Every year to Wizard World. Yeah, I haven't gone to Wizard World every year. Um, I transitioned to C2E2, the Comic Book Convention Entertainment Expo. Yeah, the spacing's a little bit better. I feel like. Yeah. Well, I, I don't like Rosemont anymore. Just because Rosemont, they now it's like there's two floors and they open up both sides now. But it, I feel like it's. I still feel like it's too crowded. It just turned into. Wizard World turned into pop culture swap me. Like, it's just vendors. There's vendors and autographs. Like, there were some big-time people this year. I heard. There was, like, David. Like, I really wanted to meet. I'm a huge X-Files fan. And I really wanted to meet and get an autograph from David Duchovny and Julian Anderson together. But together it would have cost me 290 bucks. Well, I mean. It's crazy. With the 290 bucks, doesn't get that cover your four-day pass plus, like, I'm not sure, but it was sold out. And it didn't matter because um, uh, my niece was born yesterday, so I didn't get a chance to go. We only went today. We had a 40 pass. We only were able to go. Congratulations today. to Yachty. Yeah. And the birth Be- of her Beautiful daughter. baby girl. Shout out to Emma Cecilia. Emma Cecilia Vaca. Cecilia. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard that every time I tell somebody my daughter's name. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just... C2E2, I didn't want to, I didn't want to admit that it was, it overtook Wizard World because that has sentimental value to me, but C2E2 is more like the higher end Comic Con. Like they unveil exclusives and stuff that's coming out. There's actual Marvel booth. Wizard World is just cosplay, autographs, and vendors. This might but, be the first year I've missed Wizard World since I first started going to Wizard World. So how long have you guys been going to Comic Con? I took them to 
their first one yeah. with Liz, like 2004, around that time. I think my first one was seven years ago. I mean, I'm 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 under the contention that I think everyone should go to a, a Comic Con once in their life. It's it's a fun fun experience. Even if you're not a comic book fan, it's still just cool to see. Um, like even if you're just a cinephile in some way, there's something for you at Comic Con. Um, if you're a sci-fi guy, not necessarily comic books, but like Firefly, Star Trek, Star Wars. Doctor uh, Who's big now. Galactica. Yeah, Doctor Who, Battlestar Galactica, all Sliders. that stuff is there. Even even aside from the comic book stuff, well, there's still plenty it, of stuff. It's actually turning into anime. Yeah. Video games. Video games. But there was a guy, Potomitis, he went to his first ever Comic Con this year, and it happened to be the San Diego Comic Con. That's all. Way to go, buddy. That's like. That's popping. That's popping your load. This. This. Yeah. It's like, just, I, you just did DC. That's run yeah. by Wizard World, right? What? Is that run by Wizard World? No, that's, that's different. San Diego Comic Con is like it's like the biggest. I mean, that's the, that's the top dog. And I told him that's like losing virginity to two porn stars at the same time. It's going to yeah. Mecca. You're not going to. It's the nerd Mecca. Right there, I told him it's downhill from from here. Yeah, you'll you never can't. get to that bar again. Yeah. Yeah, I think I missed one C two E two since. Uh, well, since C two E two started, like, wasn't that the first C two E two? Yeah, we went to the very first one, didn't yeah. we? C two E two is straight. I really miss. I really, I really missed that year though, because uh, Lauren Cohen was in town. Shout out to everybody who has an Asian fetish. We uh, all right. So, what was your favorite cosplay? I mean, you you mentioned Necron. Who's your favorite cosplay costume that you've seen, Rodney? Uh, I don't know. One that sticks out in my mind is uh, this one girl dressed up as Up, and I think she goes every year. She's like she has a house and like balloons. That's pretty good. We watched. By the way, we were in the waiting room yesterday. To watch for a baby to be born, and they showed up. It was a movie on TV, and it was like the first ten minutes. It was like a, they didn't have like a miscarriage or something like that, or yeah, yeah. or they find out they can't have a baby. Something like that, yeah. I was like man, that's morbid. But it, I mean, Up's a great movie, one way or another. Fuck it. Uh, man, my favorite cosplay. I always like seeing the people who like build like Iron Man suits, or I saw oh, one year yeah, where a guy yeah. had a Transformers suit where he was Optimus Prime, and then like, he like crouched down in a certain way and became a Semi, uh, semi truck. Oh, damn. That took some time. People, people began getting good with the Ninja Turtle costumes. Actually, there was the best one at the con. Um, I mean, every other one was a Deadpool or Harley or or Jared Leto Joker. But um, the best one today was a Power Girl of all people on stilts. But stilts, she made it look like a cloud, like she was flying. So she would go like this, and it looked like she was flying, like the the blue swoop that. Was the stilts? She only did that so everyone would be staring at the boob window. Yeah, but she was like, I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty smart. Everything else, every other costume was a Jared Leto Joker, a Harley, from the movie, or, <coughs> or uh, thank you, Deadpool. I was, I always love a good Ghostbuster cast, like when they have the Keymaster and the Gatekeeper. I like the people that have the Ghostbuster costume on, and they actually have the the. Proton uh, pack. No, the nameplate, like, with their name on it, and oh, yeah. it looks, like, legit official, like it's an actual patch. There, but, there are, like, actual, um... Yeah, there's plenty of places to buy yeah. those. No, there's, yeah. like, there's, no, there's like, like, a Legion or... Yeah, yeah what do you call oh, yeah. Garrison? Well, well, there's Ghostbusters chapters, Chicago. Whatever, there's, yeah. yeah, chapters. I think my favorite one that I've seen is the uh, Darth Maul Stormtrooper. Oh, like, it was, like, oh, a Stormtrooper walking around with the Darth Maul face paint. I thought that was fucking the, genius. I love when they cross over stuff like that. 
Um, Monica from Geeks of Gogo is always shout out to Geeks of Gogo. Yeah. I was just gonna say that. Anybody see what she was? What was she this year? She she dressed up. Kind of she thing? did dress up, but I. She was Enchantress from Marvel. The Marvel's uh, Enchantress, not okay. DC's. The coolest Stormtrooper I ever saw was a fully carbon fiber Stormtrooper. That blew my mind when I saw it. It just looked so cool. But when people dress up as the Imperial Guard, because I love the Imperial Guard uniform anyway. But just see them actually just walking around like the you expect to see the emperor anywhere. Yeah, the all red um, with the long cape and everything. I I always love the those. The Senate guard is pretty cool too, blue. But Monica's uh, Galacta one was awesome. Oh, it was like uh, she's dressed up as a female Galactus and her dress was supposed to be the earth. Yeah, so when she's standing there, it looks like she's it. standing over the earth. Genius, genius. And like they, they put little LEDs so it would be like, you know... The stars or the lights on the earth and stuff like that like to have that kind of foresight to make a costume like that i give all the props in the world even the people that do deadpool if you do it if you do it right i'll give you credit for it uh plenty of mario and luigi's that i saw that were cool the the kings that walk around it as they're they're really cool like it's the guy in the full uniform the, body, the suit the android body form yeah that's you know, they just put well, the, yeah whoever does like a baby bjorn they should convert it as a king so if you guys have a favorite uh comic con moment make sure to let us know um i think i was just we were I my least favorite comic con moment is the amount of douchebags that appear at comic cons now it used to be comic con used to be a place where everybody got along and you had like everybody had the same passion everybody came from the same background you were ridiculed for liking comics and this is the one place you can totally nerd out now, you want to just D-bags to just show up with their deep Vs and their, like, you can tell these, they're all posers, man. You know, these are the guys who go to the gym with Superman shirts and don't even know Superman's real name. Okay, so that's going to be my, that was actually going to be my next thing. As a nerd, because we're all nerds here, let's... Everybody's a nerd about something. That's what people don't realize. Whether you're a nerd about, listen, guys, the same guys who make fun of you for reading comic books and... And, and arguing about this or that are the same guys who take a weekend off to have fantasy football drafts. Well, you know. Okay, let me rephrase. For us being uh, in the geek realm of nerd, in terms of whether it be movies, anime, uh, Power Rangers, Pokemon, whatever the fuck, something that you know we we lived outside the norm of society for a while it's true what's something that pisses you off nowadays about the nerd culture we were talking a little bit about the 1989 batman and how much we loved it and um was it was it rodney was it you that said the black harvey dunt yeah like there was a black harvey dunt no no yeah so billy d williams played played harvey dunt do you think if the internet was around back then, it would have been just torn to shit? Because now it's like the girl who, we have the, that outlet for The that. girl who's going to play Mary Jane in the new Spider-Man movie. Zendaya or whatever? Why is everybody all up in arms? I could care less. Just make sure Spider-Man's good. I don't care what Mary Jane looks like. It doesn't bother me. So what, but what's one thing about the nerd culture that pisses you off? The idea that everybody somehow thinks that dark equals better. Okay. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, comic books is a medium geared towards younger people, kids especially. 
Now, that doesn't mean as adults you can't enjoy, and there's not adult-oriented comic books, but... They expect everything the re- to be the a reason, graphic novel. The reason you're reading adult-oriented comic books is because you're reading kid-oriented comic books when you're younger. You don't, you don't fall into comic books when you're 30 years old and jump right into Dark Knight Returns if you don't already like Batman when you're a kid. So, yes, you comic books can be taken seriously, <coughs> and I'm talking about movies, right? Like, you could take a movie seriously and still have fun with it. Look at Civil War. The amount of fun, yeah, those jokes and stuff, but there's still gravity to it. I mean, the the issues, the weight of it the all. Death. Yeah. <clears throat> now, Batman versus Superman. As much as that movie should have blown every comic book movie out of the water, whether you like Batman or Superman or whatever, they had the two biggest, three biggest heroes of all time. Arguably, the most popular hero there is Batman, and they DC found a way to make it. Uninteresting. Imagine, what if you were an eight-year-old kid and watched that movie? You'd be bored out of your mind. You shouldn't be bored watching Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. No, because they took it. They made it too dark, too serious. I don't like the the detraction of color. Like like you said, I don't like the dark tones of stuff. Like, oh, I mean, yeah, it's visually dark. If but it's also, but I'm saying just visually alone. That's the one thing I love about Zack Snyder's a good film mark, good, good filmmaker. It's just it's yeah. too dark. This color mean, palette. I love I love Sucker Punch. A lot of people hate Sucker Punch. I love Sucker Punch. I thought it was a fun movie for what it was. Seeing a bunch of chicks running around with swords and guns. I'm all for that. Sign me the fuck up. Um, so Anybody cool. else feel like it's weird that we spawned an anti-dark conversation after talking about Lando Calrissian as Harvey Dent? Anyone else think that at the end of Suicide Squad, they were watching a rehash of the end of Ghostbusters? This guy. Yeah, I didn't notice that you pointed that out. The, uh... I, I, don't, I don't like the whole... Um, Ryan Madigan mentioned it on um, That Just Happened, the podcast that makes your commute suck just a little bit less. Plug. Um, the whole people wearing superhero shirts and not knowing what the fuck they're doing. Like, he saw a guy with a Flash shirt, and he's like, oh, who's your favorite Flash? And the guy's like, oh, you know, I, you know, the, the regular one. And Ryan was a douchebag, and he's like, oh, so Steve Rogers is my favorite Flash. Is that your favorite Flash? He's like, yeah, Steve Rogers for sure. And Ryan walked away like this fucking guy doesn't know what he's saying. And the guy must have Googled it and came back. He's like, hey, you're a dick. <laughs> because, I mean, it's it's totally gotten to that point where I get excited when I see somebody wearing a superhero shirt. And I'm like, oh, fuck, nice shirt. And they're like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Batman. Yeah, I like Batman. I mean, the fact that they're spending money in a business that was kind of wavering. Like, it's always been a dream of mine to open up a comic shop. But that dream can't be fulfilled unless I have the kind of money where I can play and risk opening up a comic shop. I would love to open up a comic shop, and I don't read every every book, and I don't. I can't tell you the difference between a TARDIS and whatever the hell Firefly is. But the passion for comic books is there. <laughs> David's just. I know. Doc, uh, I know Doctor Who and Firefly. Two different things. Like one's a spaceship. But I'm but saying. But to me, like you said, the, the posers are what pisses me off. Like don't. Fucking don't pander and, and, and act like you know what the hell you're talking about because you watch these fucking movies. You know you know what kind of pisses me off a little bit? I don't know if I like these uh, A-list celebrities. Like I, I think they should give nobodies a chance to play roles in movies. Like Yeah, there are a lot of characters that are like, okay, Samuel Jackson, yeah. Fucking Nick Fury was modeled, the ultimate Nick Fury was modeled after Samuel Jackson, but I kind of want to see like 
Give new people a chance. Well, that's what I liked about Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, you, you had Chris Pratt play the lead role. A guy that was pretty much untested in the realm of being a leading man. And he rocked that shit, you know? And from that, it springboarded into all these other roles that he's getting. But... I still think Clint Eastwood should be Nick Fury. But between Chris Pratt and then, I mean... Robert Downey Jr. was a mainstream actor, but that role as Tony Stark put him in a whole different uh, spectrum. Well, no, that saved his career. Yeah, After I don't think he was a mainstream drug, actor at the he, time. Yeah, yeah, he was pretty oh, yeah, much... Nobody wanted, Disney didn't want him. He was a liability. Disney didn't want him, and John Favreau was like, yo, listen, give me... Well, Disney didn't have anything to do with Marvel at the time. No, they they didn't know Disney did I mean, the, the execs, the studio execs didn't want Robert Downey Jr. And... He's like, John Favreau's like, come on, man, let me, just give me this guy. Because the thing is, it's like, I, I appreciate the, the celebrities who go to Comic-Con, like fucking the Green Ranger goes to Comic-Con, and he wants to be there. He enjoys meeting the fans. Now you got all these, like... The Karate Kid was there today. Yeah. What is... Ralph Macchio? The whole cast of Back to the Future was there. Yeah. Yeah, that was like, what, a $300 pass or something, if you want to go? Well, okay. Well, I, I, I just want somebody who, like, wants to meet the fans to be there. Well, let's and look at the casting. Okay, so you got Superman was Henry Cavill, no a no-name guy. Um, Mark Ruffalo is now the Hulk, a no-name guy. He was for the most no part. For... I mean, some of these people have some gravitas behind them, but it's nothing major. Um, Jeremy Renner? Jeremy Renner, you know, was in plenty of stuff, but... Relatively no name. Um, Rody. Fucking uh, Chris Evans. Chris Evans was essentially he, a no name, and he fucking he was the Human Torch. Yeah, but he killed he killed the role of Captain America, and I think Marvel does a, a much better job of taking those chances. Gal Gadot. I mean, who the fuck knew of her in anything besides Fast and the Furious, really? So I think I think now Marvel and DC are saying okay. Now that we've casted these no-names and turned them into uh, multi-million, if not billion-dollar corporations, like franchises, just with their face and name alone, now they're able to pull bigger people like Benedict Cumberbatch and uh, and um, Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. Now, now you start having these major people that ordinarily wouldn't have been interested. Hell, Brie Larson. Yes, she just won an Oscar, but... Still relatively no name, and they, and Marvel's still taking chances with people, and I think they're they're taking the right kinds of chances. I think Marvel's more willing to take the chances than DC. Well, DC can't afford another. <clears throat> DC can't afford another crappy movie. Wonder Woman looks awesome, but so did Batman vs Superman on the trailers. Really? Because I disagree. Really? I think I think, you don't think Wonder, Wonder Woman trailers good? looked much better than Batman vs Superman trailers ever did. I, I I'm afraid that if Wonder Woman doesn't doesn't do well, I mean, DC's in for a major shakeup, and I don't want to see another reboot of a universe. Right, Jared well, Leto's already threatening not coming back as Joker. Yeah, you know, I could fucking leave him. Right, right. But, then, <laughs> but I'm saying, but I'm saying, sleep what, then what are you going to do? Adrian, gonna re- Adrian Brody. You're, you're gonna, I, yeah, he's my pick, but I'm saying, are you going to re- Are you gonna redo Joker? Yeah. Or, how? Or, then you have to do a flashpoint or something. I mentioned it, and I thought it was, it was a really good idea after the fact. Johnny Knoxville as Joker, I think, would be fucking awesome. I just, you know... No, just, like, if you really sit back and think about it, you don't really have to change much about John... You keep John Knoxville as as is. If you, if you paint him as Joker, give him the white face paint, and just keep him in a Jackass movie, he's doing Joker shit. 
You know, a giant hand that comes out of nowhere and knocks you fucking unconscious. That's a Joker fucking move. I don't like and Johnny I don't like Knoxville, that Joker. But Johnny Knoxville's laugh alone, without him changing anything, without him getting into the character and sending people used condoms and, you know, prank gifts like Jerry Leto did, that's all a fucking front. You need a guy that you, you're kind of worried about his mental stability before he gets the role. I think that whole stay in character thing is just an excuse for Jared Leto to act like an asshole. <laughs> He's just like looking for an excuse. I want to act like an asshole and be paid for it. But I'm joking. So but it's like, I, I don't know, I just remember like my first couple cons, it's like you could go and you can meet like and go autographs and, and there wasn't like a professional photographer that was like, all right, next picture, and just like getting people to fuck out of You can go and you can talk. Like Ming Chen, a couple years ago, we got to fucking walk up and talk to Ming, have a conversation. It's like uh, my second or third Comic Con. I got to meet the uh, the Bella Twins. But Chloe Bennett, we didn't even get to really say anything to her. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like okay, well, I didn't get to say anything to Stan Lee, and they wouldn't let me even shake his hand because his hands are all like frail and shit. Mm. But okay, before we detract, what's your least favorite thing about the quote unquote nerd culture, in our sense of the term? Just, and I guess another it, beer. I guess it more falls in line with what you guys have Coke. said. Just the, like the hipster mentality that. You know, because, you know, to them, the only Joker is the Heath Ledger Joker. Or, you know, the people are like, well, Batman kills, and then they think because they can Google, like, the old 1940s Batman serial when he first started and he actually used handguns, that they think that's the same Batman. DC retconned that long ago once DC became DC Comics. That that was not the same thing anymore. And just because now everyone has Google and shit on their phone, they think they know a thing. And they fucking don't, and it gets really obnoxious. Like, my analogy for this is, like, <clears throat> after the Blackhawks lost uh, Anti-Niemi, uh, and they were on to Marty Turco, I remember I went down to the 200 level. Normally I sit with our tickets on the 300 level, where we've always sat. And there was one guy behind me who was just loud and obnoxious. He was like, oh, good save, Niemi. Man, I'm really glad we re-signed that guy. Motherfucker, we didn't. He left. We didn't have the money. And it's like, now it's the same thing spilling over into the fucking What's, comic book world. Look at, look at Air Jordans. I'd rather not. I'm saying in general. I'd still rather the not. The idea of Air Jordans. When was the last time Michael Jordan played a basketball? I don't For know. the Bulls. 1998. Okay. Right? You. There are kids now who buy Air Jordans because it's a status symbol. Right? They've never saw Michael Jordan play a day in their lives. Right? But they know Air Jordans are, whatever, the marquee gym shit. Right? These are the same, so it's the same thing for, like, comics. Like, guys that, oh, I'm going to rock a Batman shirt because everybody likes Batman. Everybody knows Superman. And they can at least spout, oh, yeah, it's Batman. Uh, his parents died and blah, blah, blah. You know? That's like knowing Uncle Ben died. Well, I was wearing my Martian Manhunter shirt today. <clears throat> and I'm walking with Sebastian in the zoo. And the guy's like, that is a great shirt. And I was like, somebody knows what the fuck he's talking about. Because that's why I like it in the obscure superhero shirts. And you, you talk shit about the fact that I pick up... Well, I like the obscure ones. But, like, you're always, like... You always pick up the most random comic books. But sometimes I do that because I want to give that character a chance. Like, Moon Knight. There was a Moon Knight, con- there was Moon Knight uh, cosplay today. I couldn't believe it. And that, I love that shit. Because it's like, these are people that pay attention to the lesser knowns. Like, Jessica Jones would never have fucking been a, a big name. Before this TV show. And now she rocks that shit. Uh, Luke Cage is turning into such a big thing right now. Because, uh, again, Marvel's taking chances. And I like the fact that people are starting to pay attention to, look, there's more outside the realm 
of fucking Superman, Batman. There's, there's more so outside the realm of superheroes. There, yeah. There's comic books for everything. Mouse Guard. Pick up Mouse Guard, which is going to be turned into a movie. Mouse Guard is a book about, let's say, medieval mice that they're not drawn like cute and like cuddly. They're living in a dangerous world where they got to travel from one town and they got to get to another town, let's say. It's like but, Game of Thrones, but mice. Right. But it's beautifully painted. I mean, there's you don't need to watch guys in tights beating the crap out of each other. No. I'm going to get to that in there's a minute. There's wrestling for that. Rodney, yeah. what's your least favorite thing about nerd culture? Because you represent another spectrum of this. Because while, all, while most of us are purely comic book, you represent more of like the mecha stuff. Voltron, Power Rangers, fucking... What have you? Transformers. Roddy knows Transformers. more about Transformers than I. He's, he's forgotten more than I've ever learned. Is there anything that pisses you off? Like, people that watch those movies that think that that's what happened when, you know, you remember Optimus Prime dying in the Transformers movie and shit like that. Is there anything that you feel when it comes to that kind of shit? Um, well, what I kind of hate is, I don't know, I love and I hate, like, they, they rehash just something that solely I was into. Because... It just drives the prices of everything else up. Like, it wasn't maybe three or four years ago where you could pick up a Force Effects lightsaber, you know, the ones with the detachable blades, the good ones, for like a hundred bucks. Really? And, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Brand new, they were a hundred bucks. Yeah. Because yeah. I got, yeah. I got the. Because I, I remember <clears throat> like our first year comic book, our Comic Con, you're like, holy shit, a hundred dollars? Now the bootleg ones are a hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like I got the I got the dual ended Darth Maul one. For like two hundred bucks, but now even if you go on Amazon, you try to find a lightsaber for less than three. Yeah, I think I saw Qui Gon Jinn's fucking Force of X ones going for like five something. Right? Yeah, and like Yoda's was like seven because I guess I only made a small handful of those. Get it? Small hand. <coughs> Yoda. I see you there. You two are definitely the same fraternity. All right, <clears throat> so. If I may jump to a different topic, if that's okay with you, with it being your show. Ugh, yes, just do it. So, superhero movies. Why the fuck is it that we're always okay with the, the superhero being in spandex, but the supervillain, they always have to make uh, edgy and realistic? Like, even the first Spider-Man movie, right? So you have Spider-Man running around in red and blue, but they're scared to put Willem Dafoe in... You know, the purple and green costume. I'll tell you what, right now. Hold on. Uh, even, even little shit, like, uh, like all this, uh, what was I going to say? The, uh, the Suicide Squad. So, they're okay with a, a Batman running around in spandex and a cape and a guy dressed up as a fucking bat, but they don't want to put anybody else in a costume. It's like... You, you need the balance of that world. You need to have the villain be as fantastical as the hero. Well, that's actually, in my opinion, the, is a victim of, like, the internet and the fans on the message boards. Because I remember the first time they showed Tom Holland in the Spider-Man costume. Mm. And, like, the pose he was in, it, like, kind of bunched slightly on the waist, on his wrist, and they're like, what is this cheap shit? It looks like something he bought off a fucking discount Chinese website. I thought that costume was fucking perfect. Oh, I thought it was, too, but it's just... I think if, maybe if it wasn't for the internet, I think you'd see a little bit more diversity in the costumes. Even even Baron Zemo, right, for, for Civil War. What was so hard about putting that, that purple mask on him? 
Because at some I, point he slips it on, you know? Two things. A, I read somewhere that the reason why, let's say, Spider-Man, why as soon as they can, they made Tobey Maguire battle damage, so he had to take off his mask. It's because you're paying this dude millions of dollars, he's a face, and people are going to be like, oh, it's just CGI, or it's a stuntman. They want to show that's actually him. A, that's the number one. But yeah. the costume is there. That's what I'm saying. Okay. They're scared to put people well, here's in fucking the thing. tights. Here's the thing. It's not a costume. It's a uniform. Right? The hero wears a uniform, but the bad guy is usually more well-funded. That's why they have the armor. That's why even Tony Stark has is is rich, but he went through the trials, and he knew that his armor would freeze if he got to a certain point. But Obadiah Stane just like, throw more rockets on it, throw this, but he didn't want to go through the... Do the, but the research, but Iron Monger still looked like Iron Monger because he stole the designs, <clears throat> right? I hear what you mean. That it's, but I'm like, saying as a pr- from production wise, not right. not story wise, production wise. Why are they scared to put super, like okay, let's go all the way back to Daredevil, the first Daredevil movie. You have Do a guy have running to? a guy running around in a red costume, but they won't <clears throat> put Elektra in like an Elektra s costume. They won't put. Bullseye with the black and white costume. Which, yes, is arguably one of the, which is arguably one of the greatest costumes ever made. The which bullseye? One? Yeah, the, the black and white costume, yeah. I'm not saying he has to do the... Havoc. I'm not saying he has to put the whole fucking costume on with the, with the white rings. But does he have to just have the, the scar on his forehead with a leather jacket? Like, put that motherfucker but that one, in a costume also. What was coming out around that time? X-Men, leather costumes. The reason, Blade, leather, the reason leather. of leather costume is because of the lighting. It's the same reason in Hollywood films... Watch the streets on a Hollywood film. They're always wet. Why? To get the lighting. Yeah. For lighting, and so you don't see shadows of camera equipment, things like that. Dust doesn't ride up when a car goes by. It's light. It's for effect. Same thing. Like, that's why they put them in black leather. Certain spandex. Look, look at that. Look at that, that Green Lantern. Right? You don't see a lot of muscle definition. Yeah. Now you put some leather, some shiny leather, you might see more, you might see more highlights. Around here, around there, you know what I mean? Like you don't see. No, that, I. But, I mean, mm-hmm. I. I get. I get the the desire for for that stuff. I'm saying, story wise, production wise, what's so hard about making the supervillain, as, I want to say flamboyant as you're making the fucking heroes, Electro, and um, they took it too far and shit like that. Like yeah, not, now you're going too far. But look at Loki. Loki's perfect. Loki's good. But Loki, I still wish kind of had more of the green skin tight uniform at the same time. And what the fuck is so hard about keeping the helmet on Loki and Thor? Keep yeah, the helmet. Yeah, I really on. want I really want Thor to, to rock, especially if it's the gonna be Thor. Hair if, it, me crazy. if it's gonna be Thor versus Hulk? Uh, Hulk in armor, please, for the love of God, put the helmet. Oh. How about a Wolverine costume? It's been yeah. down near two, there you go. two decades without a fucking Wolverine costume. A brown. Just give him the brown once. Let him wear it once. That's all I want to say. Like that teaser at the end of the Wolf, the Wolverine? Yeah. Like, it looked on. cool. But, like, my dad is always complaining about Hawkeye. And I love Hawkeye. I think he's an awesome character. Criminally underrated. See what I did there? Yeah. Because he was a bad guy at first. But I don't see how they can make Hawkeye's costume cool in the movie. Without it look, without without it being people, without people saying, "Wow, that's just a purple Wolverine." Well, yeah, not I only that, that, but he's got the loincloth, the chainmail. By the way, they are selling custom-made bow and arrows today, and I really almost bought a bow and arrow. And I'm like, "What am I gonna do with this?" 
hang it over your fucking fireplace. No, because I'm gonna want to shoot up. it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna want to shoot it, but I'm gonna get the screw right there. And I, I kill the kid across the street. You know those tires and rooms that you spent months finding? Yeah. Gone. <laughs> Just, we're like, lose someone uh, shot an arrow. Your tire, but it wasn't mine. Wait, again. Somebody did it again. Like every time, every time there's a problem, you grab the bow. Yeah, right? Like, oh, a gun? <laughs> grab the gun. And a Liz is like, Nelson, the toilet's clogged. Grab the bowl. Shut the work, put that in the armory. Yeah, I don't think I and went around it. And then like two seconds later, oh, it's all my fault. You ever seen a weatherman with Nick, with Nicolas Cage? When he has like a nervous breakdown, starts walking around. The city of Chicago, it's like filmed here in Chicago. He's walking around like Bucktown. He's got like a bow and arrow and a quiver in his back. And someone's like, uh, guess the cops like, hey, is that legal? And the cops like, I don't know. I wonder if it is legal. It can't be, right? No, it's a, it's a weapon. It's a weapon, but the blade is only this small. I mean, a bullet's only this small, but the same thing. It's like, what's the... Could you walk around with a pocket full of bullets? Pocket full of bullets no. just randomly? Yes. Yeah. Right. Because there's nothing to propel. Pocket. No, it's, con- it's concealed ammunition. Maybe in the city, of, only in the city of Chicago. What if you, what if you wore one of those, like, Rambo, like, Bandoliers? belts? Yeah. Like, yeah. I think if you had a bandolier of shotgun shells, they'd probably be like, oh, whatever. Million, idea, million dollar idea for the vapors. One of those bandoliers that carries 1860, 18650 batteries. There you go. Has to come back to the vaping shit. Vaping's um, life, bro. Shout out to Mac Rigdale. Nah, sorry. Shout out to Rodney. I, I'm sorry, I'm a hookah guy through and through. Dude, I get, I get into Rodney's car and like he slams the door and you hear jingling of glass. <laughs> Just all the little jars that you have. Oh, well, they're plastic, but... Well, I know, but you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, fucking this guy. Um, anything you guys want to talk about? The uh, lack of... The criminal lack of Nathan Drake figures at the con. I was searching all kinds trying to find a uh, deluxe or premiere format Nathan Drake. I have a I have an Assassin's Creed, the, the guy from Black Flag, and I haven't even opened it, taken it out of the box, but I really wanted Nathan Drake to go with it. My two probably favorite video game characters. Hmm. That was about it. I mean, that's... And you know, not a lot of art supplies stands. Oh, oh no! I was trying to find a light box. For those that don't know, Nelson is our resident artist. I doodle. So like, but a, I wanted a, a light box. Chick? I doodle. He says what? this fucking. So like a ginger chick's crotch. What? Light? I guess. That's what you mean. No, those are kind of heavy. So I can't deal with the I can't deal with the pun, the irony, the, the quiz. Oh, you can't deal with I it. I can't. I feel oh, like I, I feel sake. like it's like dead. Dude, I do I do a show with them every fucking week. Oh, I hear. <laughs> every week, I, it's just like. Oh. And and I I can't imagine like the amount of editing Rodney has to do for like dude like the perfect amount of space. Rodney and Aubrey are like off the fucking chain. I mean, they grew up. I mean, I mean yeah, the quips are just like you're getting whiplash. Okay, so that's why I make a big uh, decent supervillain. I already have all the. One-liners? Yeah. By the way, do me a favor. Oh, you were right there. You monologuing? All right, so real quick. We, ta- I talk, we, talked about on, we talked about it on the last show. Uh, I had these guys <clears throat> think about it, so I'm going to give it to you. You think about it. Let me He's know when you're ready for the you. answer. DC and Marvel. You have one Marvel character for the movies, one Marvel character for like a Netflix show that can go with what they're already doing. Same thing with DC. But somebody that hasn't been represented in any medium besides, like, cartoon. Who would you like to see as a Marvel character, both for the movies, TV show, DC movies, DC TV show, All right. that you'd like to be brought into the fold of stuff? Before I mention that, I wanted to bring that up this up earlier. I think 
Tonally. Tonally. Again, I know this is contrary to what I was saying about comics don't have to be dark, but I think the best Batman movie ever made isn't a Batman movie. But I think if it, you take Seven and Brad Pitt's character is Nightwing and Morgan Freeman is old grizzled Batman and they're on a, the, the hunt for the Riddler who is Kevin Spacey, that's the best Batman movie. In terms of that's how it should be. Night Nightweek should be the the I'm a I'm a brash I'm gonna catch this guy hothead and Batman's the grizzled like I saw like, the faith of the city kind of thing and, and Batman and Batman it. and Batman's like a hey, kid you know we'll get this guy you know and then Batgirl's head is in a box that would be pretty cool right, All right and, so you, and the best Riddler is Jigsaw himself so think about think about what I asked you and Moonlight we'll, that's what I said too. Wait, for, for wait, for the. What's that loser? <laughs> Hi, Liz. That's, that's Come on wife. down. She refers to me as a loser. She loves me. <laughs> Speaking of nerds, um, <laughs> she's a nerd alert. <laughs> All right, so I need a safe place. So yeah. Moon Knight yeah, triggered Moon Knight for, for the TV <laughs> show or for the movie? What? For for like a Netflix TV show or for a movie? What? Because they're, they're talking about doing Moon Knight for Netflix. Netflix. Sure. All right, so who'd you do for a movie? Big format character. That you would have for Marvel. Well, I hear Nathan Fillion, who I, not to sound like a, but like. Booster Gold. Like, I, wanted, I wanted him to play Nathan Drake for a long time, because the Uncharted movie was in like development for like, like six, seven years. I'm like, he would have been perfect had he been younger. But I hear Nathan Fillion's going to play Wonder, Wonder Man. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but who'd you get that's not represented yet? Namor is the one I want to see. Really? Namor, Namor I think. With <clears throat> the whole going green and stuff, I was telling I was telling David this the other day. I think the perfect way to market a Namor or a Aquaman is to. And are you listening, DC and Marvel? You can have this for free, for, actually for a job. Namor, or you, you open up the sizzle reel with real life images and videos of the BP oil spill, of people clubbing seals, of oil spills, of tankers whaling. Of you these know, whales and people taking yeah. pictures with that shit. People picking up baby dolphins and the dolphins die and playing around. You see that shit? Yeah. You have stuff like that, sizzle reel. And then all you do is have... You, you can have that, you can show that, that BP oil spill that's thousands of gallons are going into the water, right? And the camera moves, the camera pans out, pans out and you see a floating Atlantean body dead in the water. And then you just see a rush of bubbles and it's Namor like swimming or Aquaman swimming to like break up a ship. Boom, that's it. You can make Aquaman or Namor. Be almost like an environmental terrorist, but not. an eagle terrorist, but he's, I mean, he's sticking up for people who can't get, you know, us humans, we don't even know there's Atlantis. So we're tearing up the oceans, polluting it. And he's like, yo, these are, this is my kingdom. Irony breaking up a ship would just spill much more. Thousand, thousand gallons of I mean, diesel crude. You know, yeah, it could. I mean, uh, uh, visually, up. it's striking. Right, so and it opens for, up the door for Captain Planet. So, you know? Yes. All right. So you got Namor. Protect the environment. Or I'll Namor. fucking so kill you. So who do you have for DC? Somebody that could fold into the Justice League stuff going on, and could fold into like Arrow and um, the what do you Flash mean, like, like Bridge. Like or who would I choose for those movies? Who would you choose that hasn't been represented yet? Same thing, but for DC. Because you can't do Aquaman because Aquaman's already being done. Right. So who'd you um, go Because I think for D, for Marvel, for the TV show, I said U.S. Agent. I can't remember who I said for the movie. I um, think U.S. Agent is perfect. Give, give not U.S. Agent, Union Jack. 
I think I think going back to US Agent even, I think US Agent is perfect after especially after Civil War, you have Tony Stark who is pro government. He's like, Listen, we can we can redo, we can make a Captain America. Yeah, we can make a Captain America. Steve Rogers wanna be Captain America, we're gonna give a US Agent. That actually you know? be pretty good. But and then you have Captain America versus US Agent, you know, for the shield. But so, but DC. Who's my get? father's shield, son of a bitch? Um, who'd you get for? Who'd you get for DC? That doesn't belong to you. Somebody that can fold into Justice League. And I don't know a lot of. I want to say Nightwing. Honestly, I think the Nightwing character could. I think if DC was smart, they wanted to do like a grittier, or not even grittier. They could just introduce Nightwing on Arrow. You know, or in Gotham, he's not. He's. He's not even. You born might have to yet. remind Adam what Arrow is. He's not even born yet. I haven't seen Arrow the past two seasons, but Arrow's the perfect uh, medium. Nightwing show. That's the question. For speaking of making him stronger, how how much money do you think the six million dollar man would take to make the six million dollar man? Do you think it's like sixty million dollar man? No, six billion. Six billion dollar man. They they said something like the Iron Man suit. If they made it right now, it would cost something like nine billion dollars to make. Yeah, nah, like you do a six million dollar man. Without, I mean, that's not even without like repulsors. I think that's just like having a suit that can fly that high, that fast. You know, worth it. Easily. Oh, was it you that posted on the UTJH page? The um that just Gee, that's, happened. That's a vague enough question. Facebook.com/slash/hashtag/spelled-out-UTJH. Another plug. Uh, the weapons. Was it you that posted all the weapons? Yeah. And said, uh, which what we- which three apocalypse? weapons would you use for the zombie apocalypse? And it, it just says three. It says pick which weapon. Was oh, it proton pack one? one? Yeah, yes. proton pack was yeah. one of them. So it was like, which weapon would you use for against zombie apocalypse? And it was like everything. It had fucking everything. The Infinity Gauntlet was on there, which I was like, that. Easy. That's the end all, yeah. be all. Yeah. yeah. And the Green like, Lantern ring. Stephen so Michael like, Barter was done. like, fuck it, I'd have the Infinity Gauntlet and the, holding the cap shield in my offhand. I'm like, dude, already you've lost me because with the Infinity Gauntlet you'd be like, I don't like this reality. Yeah. Everything after that's you know, Mjolnir. You might as well just pull your dick out now. Yeah, but well, if you're not worthy, there. then it kind of suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just sitting there yeah. like fucking the weeds. Is that you're looking at like, man, I wish I was worthy right now. <laughs> <laughs> nope, <laughs> not today. I should have looked at a lot <laughs> less porn. Is that how he bites you as you go to grab? Like, oh god. <laughs> just no, break it off. Even on if the, you are, even if you are, just throw down some lightning. Boom. That's it. Next, and you fly away. I said the Green Lantern ring, the power ring, and uh, Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, wait, what a, speak, Overkill. Speaking of posts on the page, <laughs> is the, the Eye of Agamotto actually a, a, an Infinity? An, I don't know of, if it was the Eye of Agamotto, because it said a necklace. So I thought... I think, the, it, I think it's the Eye of Agamotto is, is going to be on a necklace. In the and, then, and then Hemdall? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. That's yeah. the Visions. It was misspelled, it was misspelled it was, for Heimdall. Yeah, I saw, I was wondering, I'm like, I wonder who will comment on that first. Yeah, and uh, it was no Vision had the soul jump. Yeah, you and I were the one that both said that Vision had the soul jump. Um, so does that make your hair curly? Or? So <laughs> so glow, son. Shout out to Comic Con when I met Bruce Leroy and got his autograph. That was fucking cool. Um, that boy good. All right, so you had the opportunity to be a superhero. Who would you be? I could be a superhero? You could be any superhero. Superman. Who would you be? Superman. Superman? You wouldn't even go Spider-Man, huh? 100% Superman. The amount of good I can do as Superman is. Green, Green Lantern. Oh, just so you Green Lantern or the Hulk? And then you can waylay your brother. 
VR? Yeah, 20 got, bucks? I got VR that I don't need. 20 bucks? Okay. Who? Alright, so... Who would you... Who would you be? I might I might actually go the Hulk on that, just to let that rage out a little bit. But if I could be Joe Fixit Hulk, I'd be that one. I'd want you to be Joe Fixit just so you can, so I can see you in a pinstripe suit with a fedora. Like a It'll be done. <laughs> Alright, who would you guys or be if, if you had the opportunity, radioactive spider would bite you and you got powers or what have you? I think I'd be okay with being Iron Man if I didn't have all that shrapnel in my chest. That's true, yeah. Tony Stark doesn't have it now. Yeah. What about War Machine? Yeah. And without Gwyneth Paltrow, that's got to be the best Iron Man to be. <laughs> Dave? It'd be a tie. Um, Power Girl. I want that boob window. You just become Power Girl all of a sudden. Just like, oh! I'll be in my room. <laughs> It'd be a tie between Venom... No way. Or parallax. Really? Venom. But like a loud like loud noises would mess you up, right? Depends which incarnation of Venom. No. I thought it depends on No. Venom's always had a weakness to Sonics. Most of them but the only one that doesn't is Toxin. You think Venom has to cut back and it's wearing Fuck oh that hurt. Yeah. <laughs> or like a car goes by with like like a system. Like, Cody, I'm trying to superhero here. No, I think they always stipulated that it was high pitch frequencies. I can't save anybody on the south side. <laughs> Somebody blows a dog whistle and just turns it Oh, bloody. <laughs> Savage. Or even here. So why, why parallax? Everybody near the airport's dead. All that power. <laughs> and I think parallax, the original incarnation, still, as far as Green Liner costumes go, hands down, it's the best. What are we, saying best costume of all time? No. Okay, now best costume of all time. Good job, Nelson. <laughs> Way to come up with a topic for the, the topic list show. Black Panther. Black Panther's the best Original costume? Original Black Panther. And I'm wow. gonna say, and I'm gonna say, close second, and I know you're gonna be like, see? I love the Black Spider-Man costume for its simplicity. See? But it's a pain in the ass to draw. Because it's hard to get the definition. Um, uh, I can't get it. Man. I can't get the definition. Uh, um, so every guy that goes to the gym, I except I, for Caesar. I might still say Moon Knight. I love Moon Knight's costume. It's gotta be the worst costume to fight crime in, though, right? But no the, re- the, the reasoning for it is cool. He's like, you know, <laughs> a, a guy all white can still scare people. Yeah, I thought his name was Donald Trump. Ah! <laughs> oh my God! Zing. We don't talk about religion or politics. Wait, no, that's not this podcast. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, so hold up, Roddy. What's your favorite? Uh, you know, if not Iron Man, I'll go Venom. Because really? it could turn into anything. Like you could make a suit. You can make a three-piece suit out of Venom. To me, it. Yeah. How often are you walking around in a three-piece suit? Well, I'm just saying if he needed one. Yes. He'd be a three-piece suit with no sleeves. <laughs> in jorts. Are <laughs> <laughs> you fighting crime in jorts? <laughs> in a three-piece suit. You still dress the same? Your wife's like, your wife's like, your suit could turn into anything. Why are you still dressing like that? Because like, it's comfortable. comfortable. <laughs> All this black is making me hot. Yeah, I, I mean, I love the parallax. I actually, I like the parallax costume without the cape. Uh, was, yeah, it was from the first appearance. Um, either or. But the first appearance, he didn't have a cape. That's what I said. It's from the first appearance. The one with no cape. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought the cape. I said no kiss. 
Out of all the heroes that have capes, I thought for him then having the cape, it worked because he has more of the... With the shoulder with, stuff, it looks Yeah, the too. bulkier look to it. Almost like kind of... I think it was before... That was before Kingdom Come, right? Yeah. Okay, so kind of the Alan Scott Green Lantern. Oh, yeah. From Kingdom with the Come, armor? Yeah, is kind of more of a... Nods to that? I don't know. I, I, mean, I love that costume as well. I love okay, the best, <clears throat> best cape. Spawn. Yeah. Mr. Wow. Sinister. That's what I was thinking. Wow. Just just a flailed fucking cape. <laughs> I just had to say it. The, like the Venetian cape. <laughs> I think we pull the cord and like, we come south. <laughs> no one's going to mention Doctor Strange? Uh, a cloak. I'm surprised nobody went with, with Shazam. It's just like a cloak that just goes over one shoulder. Well, I'm a big... That's actually I'm, what a cape is supposed to be. Yeah, I'm not, a firm believer yeah. that, like, Superman, his cape is too long in a new movie. Like, it should only come to the back of his calves. Yeah, I agree. Um, there's a character in Astral City called the Samaritan. Okay. I really like this cape because, like, it's attached to his wrist. So when he is flying, you know, it's attached to his wrist. I thought that looked cool. Stupid in a fight, but I always, I love the design of that character. Uh, shout out to Alex Ross for coming out with the, with the design to that. I mean, to me, Alex Ross is the end-all, be-all design for for classic-looking superheroes. Always goes to Alex Ross. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I agree with that. I I absolutely love a lot of the uh, Earth X designs for characters, like the Iron Avengers. So you had all the Avengers just in robot form. They all look like versions of Iron Man. Uh, I thought that that was fucking genius the way he did that. But the, I don't know uh, how Marvel did it, but there's like an Alex Ross variant cover for everything right now, and a lot of them are are not even variant covers. Amazing Spider-Man is an Alex Ross cover every month. Avengers is an Alex Ross cover every month. See, that's I mean, like, it's not interior art, but some of these Spider-Man covers, or some of these like Alex Ross drew a Nihilus. Oh my God, he's beautiful. He's the my favorite artist of all time. Followed by Jim Lee, and then uh, Dale Keown is right behind him. See, I like seeing different costumes come out for, you know, characters. I like seeing different suits. You know, like, all the different Spider-Man costumes. There's some I thought that sucked. Look up Alex Ross's uh, X-Men concepts. He designed a new Spider-Man. The X-Men concept that he had for... That's... Remember we were talking about Venom? That's McFarlane Venom. With human teeth. Yeah. Okay, okay. The, uh... Creeper. I like that one, and I like the one that with separation anxiety. That's yeah. getting to it, but the tongue usually <clears throat> hung out a little more for separation anxiety. His his favorite is the Mark Bagley Venom. Um, eh. If you if you if no you, Google separation anxiety, you'll see. If it. you ever if you ever get a chance, Google Alex Ross's X Men concept art, and he had he drew an X Men. Uh, suit for just a bunch of characters and they were all relatively similar like they all had the same giant x on there but see like there was alternate designs like like nightcrawler was all black but he had a purple a giant purple x cyclops had an all black costume and a giant red x and it matched you know just the piping like his he had the covered head no visor it was just one red line across his Across his See, I'm, I'm really weird with, like, the costumes I like. Because a lot of the costumes I like, a lot of people don't like. Like I like Ben Riley's Spider-Man costume. I honestly thought it with kept... the giant spider on there? Yeah. With, and uh, the outside what... webbing? Or outside web shooters? 
Yeah, and like I think it was the main costume was blue, but he had red, like running down the middle of his calf to the outers, and like it curved around his calf. So um, who's your favorite bear? I liked Spider costume. Carnage. Okay. I thought that was fucking cool finally to see. I mean best. Best costume that isn't. I How guess. About worst costume. The costume for a character you liked that you was like, oh, what the fuck did you just the, do? The Hulk with the ponytail. Yeah, like a tank top and a fucking a man bun. Nomad for Captain America. Oh, fucking horrible. Brutal. The uh, the metallic Spider-Man. Dying <laughs> yeah. Spider? No. They had another one. It was like a silver one. It was like, it was all metal plating and it, like, it, I don't know, it just looked fucking horrible. I think I, I, think I might be alone in... The only person who likes the Iron Spider costume. No, I like it. I don't like it. I thought it was better than Spider-Man's costume. And, and what, why are there three arms instead of four? Well, I guess four would be like Doc Ock, right? Probably. Well, I guess that's one thing. Whereas the Iron Spider had him out all the time, I think. Uh, Superior Spider... Yeah, that's pretty mm. shitty. Uh, Superior Spider-Man, his at least only came out like when he reacted. What about like, when Spider-Man had fucking six arms? I don't consider that costume. <laughs> see, I, I didn't. See, I didn't even know about the Iron Prelude to Man Spider. I, I think I discovered the Iron Spider costume from uh, Ultimate Alliance, and it didn't have the three arms. And I thought it looked cool in red and gold. I think the I, I, I might be alone. Buy that again for PS4. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard it's like terrible. I heard it's glitchy as shit. Is it? Uh, I I'm, think they should redo it with the current Marvel universe. I think I'm alone in saying that I love. I love the yellow Daredevil costume with the yeah, giant D on the front. Because when you read uh, Daredevil Yellow by Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale. I'll get Sale, right on that. It's, he hates fucking Daredevil. No, I hate that. Yellow is not a, I don't like yellow on a lot of things. He's, he's blind. He doesn't know. He probably thinks it's red. He's like, man, I look badass. He's, red. he's blind, not color blind. He's, he's completely blind. That's my point. He, he probably thinks oh, it's no, black. Red, yellow, but the reasoning behind it is it's, it's fashioned out of his dad's boxing uniform. That's why his he dad was colorblind. No, his dad had yellow trunks and stuff, and his his so uh, how, his robe was yellow and black. How did a father die? Uh, he was killed by the kingpin. Well, by henchmen. Yeah, probably wouldn't use that in my opinion. But I had karma on that. But one, once I saw that, I was like, "That's fucking cool to me." Like, it's it's an homage to his dead father. Oh, you uh, can't have a superhero without a tragic backstory. Same I think Disney. the uh, Disney characters are different. The uh, the Batman um, Wally. What was the role? no dead parent? Aladdin. That's orphans. Both parents. He's an, or- <laughs> He's an orphan. <laughs> <laughs> they actually, they're dead. Actually, it's Utopia. This is my least mm. favorite. The War Machine Edelon Warware. What was the uh, the Nightfall Batman? War. Uh, John Paul Valley. Yeah, John Paul Valley's. Where he just started getting like psychotic, and first he had the gauntlets. And then he made the suit. body armor. Yeah, I, he, I fucking hate it. I think it was thing. cool, but he's drawing it over and over again. It's got to be a pain in the ass. I, yeah, that one didn't bother me so much. Like, because the char- what the character became, it kind of, like, served a purpose. It was, like, his increasing insanity. Um, but then again, I kind of thought the Jason Todd fucking bat- costume was pretty damn cool for Battle for the Cowl. Okay, what's your favorite Robin costume? You're a Robin You fan. haven't given... Wait, did everyone give their worst... Oh, no. Did you give your worst... Super for your costume? favorite hero that you like, and then you like my worst costume. I don't know. Iron Fist is pretty horrendous. 
Yeah, I think I think it's not with the little slippers. Well, now it's how long till the Iron Fist porn parody? Well, now they've made it like a. Uh, <laughs> now, now they make it. You got to chuckle like, out uh, of Nelson. <laughs> they make it look like um. Is that your Joker laugh? That's supposed to be me. No, he's making fun of me. On his own show, it's because he has a show now. All of a sudden, he wants to talk shit because he has a show. Because this is his show, he wants to talk shit. Congratulations, you show. have a show, and you're talking shit. Iron Fist's new costume looks like kind of like Bruce Lee's jumpsuit. Where there's no collar, it comes up to like middle yeah. of his neck. That's a decent one. I think that's what they're going to go for. Um, what was I going to ask just now? I don't know, I kind of talked over you. And Fuck, I had a question, now it's fucking gone. And I, I can't rewind it, because we're going to do segments on this fucking show. Alright, like, alright. If you could take an arc... Oh, I'm sorry. Favorite Robin costume? Because I really like the Damien Wayne that's what with, I'm, with the hood. That's where I'm probably at. Um, Damien was probably my favorite so far. If not, the red Robin costume. I, I think that's what it is for me. I don't like the like condom head. Oh, I, I don't like it. Cyclops with the head covered. But I that, don't that's like... That's so superhero. I know. That's my favorite Cyclops. Yes. That's that. I'm not gonna knock you for it. I'm just saying it's. It feels that's, like you're gonna knock. That's you. what's gotta be the like the fucking thing for me. Look at it. Is it? Nine nine five two. My old star. I don't know your old star. Okay. Um. Like for me, when they, like, okay, the arc I would have liked to rewrote because, like, they obviously I don't know what the fuck they were doing with the whole Superior Spider-Man. I would have rather had him, Peter Parker, like, sustain some serious tragedy. Like, maybe let go of the levity and almost actively hunt to get the symbiote back. So this is, real quick, I just want to show Dave the, uh, the Alex Ross X-Men stuff. Like, to me, like, Cyclops with that, with the hood and the red visor, that shit works so well to me. See, um, with the hood, it doesn't... It doesn't piss me off so much. Like, with it, the hood, I like it. But honestly, I think just, like, okay, the one that's still left him where the red X, it's this, that hood, I just, that, um like, skull cap style feature, I just do not like it. But tell me the rest of it doesn't, like, that was his way of saying, look, you can make, quote-unquote, realistic-type costumes without it being too outlandish. And that's what I like so much about that. What's your favorite Robin costume? You know, I didn't like it at first, but the Damian Wayne one has uh, kind of grown on me. That's what we said. Three for three. <laughs> What'd you say yours was? Well, I actually said Red Robin as well. I think Robin is, and all that you're going to get a ton of hate email, I think Robin is the most unnecessary comic book character. I it disagree. Just it just doesn't, like, get, like, Batman, why would he have a little kid? There... If you read some of some of the, uh, I love Teen Titans. Like I like his costume in the Teen Titans cartoon. I like the original Teen Titans cartoon. I don't like Disco. I hate yeah, it. Yeah, the Teen Titans Go is kind of yeah. It's the not Jason bad, Todd but one I didn't like with like the pop. It's collar. funny though. Yeah, it's funny, but I I definitely like the original Teen Titans cartoon. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. But they obviously, which was weird because that was made by the same people that did Batman Beyond, correct? Uh, kind of yeah. Yeah. And well, they wouldn't say. Deathstroke. It was Slade. I don't think. But it then was in a... Batman Beyond, you had fucking people getting killed. You had Blight, who was an irradiated person with his skeleton constantly showing through his body. I don't think Paul Dini was behind Teen Titans. Though. So, no, but George Bruce. Let me say this: when it comes to Robin, 
Batman says, I'm getting too far gone in my mind. Like, I'm becoming too polarized in how I see the world. Then he became Batfleck. And he gets, he gets Robin to be his counterbalance. And some people argue that he, uh, he brought Robin into the fold because that was his way of drawing. He was so lightly colored, it was like, Robin's the distraction. Throw the fire away yeah, for, yeah. for him. <laughs> to so, no, no, so, no. so basically, he's the Decoy? he's a cannon fodder. But I like the idea of Batman saying, "I need, I need something to counterbalance uh, the darkness ever... inside of me." And Robin, who suffered just as much as Batman, isn't sullied in the same way that Bruce Wayne is. He's like, "Yeah, my fucking parents died right in front of me as well. And I suffered the same tragedy you did, but here I am, still a positive." upbeat individual and it was it's it's Batman saying maybe eventually there's hope for me it just, even if, with this if, kid if, if it's for yeah. somebody who's always talking about how I'm a loner I'm not on a team and he's got like nine Robins two Batgirls he's on JLA same thing with Wolverine Wolverine's like I'm a loner and he's on like nine different X teams and the Avengers well if you if you ever had any doubts about Robin if you ever heard Grant Morrison's explanation of Robin and the relationship between he and Batman that's amazing. If you listen to like Fat Man on Batman, the Grant Morrison episode, mm-hmm. like it's ridiculous how Grant, Grant Morrison is able to tie the Batman world together. Like even even the '66 Batman with like the current Batman, and like he just brings it all together and he makes it all valid. Is that he's Scottish, right? I think that's what I could understand anything with. Yeah, you gotta listen to it a couple times. Well, okay. What is this guy saying? Favorite Batman costume. Mm. Jim O'Paro, Batman. My favorite Batman artist. Jim Lee's my favorite. That's like the Neil Adams one, right? Like, yeah. Neil like Adams blue, may be my blue favorite. Blue and gray with the yellow. But, yeah, okay, that's so, but Jim O'Paro, something, the way he drew Batman. Brian Boland did a great Batman. George Krez is a great Batman. But Jim O'Paro made, his Batman was athletic, but it was not in the way like Jim Lee's Batman where, where he looked like. He was Schwarzenegger. Like, Jim O'Parrow's Batman looked like he was a swimmer. He was lean and a yellow bat. You gotta have the yellow bat. I think mine still is the Dark Knight Returns Batman. Like, the giant fucking over-the-top black. And you said you can't stand it. With the actual... I can't stand it with the gray. But now it looks like in the uh, Justice League movie, it's gonna be black on black. And it actually bothers me a whole fucking lot less. I think honestly, it was just that gray on that movie that I was like. I love. See, I loved it. See, to I me, it made him look. It made him look short and squat, and I was like, he doesn't come off in posing. Very like Frank Miller Yeah. No, but it just made him look short and squat. So what's yours? Favorite Batman? Yeah, favorite Batman I'm, costume. I'm gonna go with the comic book gray with the blue, like gauntlet or on the gloves and the boots. And the yellow yeah. and black. Rodney. Rodney? I still like the animated series. I can't get off of that. I know it's very no, easy I'm... to draw, but the season one animated series with the yellow. Yeah. Okay. Favorite Nightwing Actually, costume. Actually, can I take it back? Go ahead. I'm real impartial to the Batman Beyond costume, Terry McGinnis. Ah, very good. I have to go with that. I still can't figure out how he talks. I don't care. <laughs> I don't understand. All right, so works. favorite Nightwing costume. How many are there? Well, there's the yellow and blue one that he had. Crappy with the disco yeah. one, and then Nightwing. There's the well. There's the black, the black with the blue on there. The mullet. And then there's the black with the red. I like the there. red. I like the blue. Isn't the red in that Jason Todd? 
No. No. Red Hoods? No. No. No, the, the the new the new Nightwing is black and and red. Okay, I don't I don't think I've seen it because I knew he was what he got revealed by the crime syndicate, and then they made him like a spyish type person. Actually, I like the Nightwing costume where he has the utility belt around his forearms, like all his uh, knives and stuff around his. See, I guess I just like the red hood better. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So, it, isn't that kind of like the Red <laughs> new Robin 52. symbol? Just isn't that the symbol that was in the Red Robin medallion? No, little Red Robin one was yellow. Oh, and it's the bird sideways, right? Yeah. It's like kind of like, like yeah. almost like the Hawkman hawk. Exactly. Oh, okay, okay. That's my favorite one, only because that was the first time um, yeah, like that, that appearance showed up was Kingdom Come, and the fact that they folded that into continuity, I was like, yes, because that was Tim Drake after the whole. Uh, Damien thing came around. He's like, I gotta find my own identity, and he what, became Red Robin. What do you guys take on the new Fifty Two? Was it a mistake? Was it? I think mistake. it was a lo- huge mistake. They got I rid of it already. I know that's yeah, it's rebirth. So you're, but now they're not. They're batting a thousand on that too. It's it's the Green Lanterns are Jessica Cruz. And I think we Simon mentioned before, Baz. like it's it's them saying shit at the gonna, wall. Was we're gonna redo the whole the whole continuity, which I was fine with. You're going to redo everybody, redo everybody. Do everybody's storyline. Marvel's setting themselves up for the same goddamn thing. But they fucked up. They're like, we're going to redo everything, but here's Bat- here's Green Lantern that kind of continues on with the rest of Green Lantern. Here's Justice League Batman is not the same thing as regular Batman. You have Batwing for whatever fucking reason. It was really more of a modified Batman Beyond costume, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I couldn't fucking stand the new 52. I, I thought they missed hugely on that. Yeah. Oh, who the fuck was that Batman who's basically Iron Man in a Batsuit? That's Batwing. That was Commissioner Gordon. Are you talking about... No, 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 the the dude from Africa. Yeah, that's not Batwing. No, Commissioner Commissioner Gordon was Batman for a while. Yeah, that was terrible, too. I think think Earth-1 Batman is the best Batman to come out in a long time. Do you guys remember the Batman 66 where Alfred dressed up as Batman and no one realized... Yeah. Or the Superman when Batman when Superman just looked like Batman. Oh, that was a great episode. I love that episode. I just watched that the other day. Where Superman's like, wait... I'm Superman. What's the best yeah. Batman animated series moment? Episode. Mask of the Phantasm. I know it's not technically an episode, but Mask of the Phantasm was fucking the shit to yeah. me. No, my favorite one was one when they... Uh, Great Ghost is my favorite. They brought in Lucius yes. Fox. That was pretty good. Yeah, the Lucius Fox one. The Great Ghost one to me is... Today, I was... Well, For two me, days ago, I was walking all in gray. I'm like, I'm like the fucking Great Ghost right now. And Maria's like, what? I was like, never mind. Me, it was only with the head Ra's al Ghul. I love how Adam West was the Great Ghost. Yes! That was very poetic. Alright, you guys talk about something I gotta grab a beer. Are these in order? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, alphabetically from left to right. Yeah, well, that's that. And then by volume. Hey, how many, uh. How many trades do you still owe me? Twelve. I'm just gonna throw numbers out. I can boof like two or three trades off this guy. From Lost Batman. Did you say two or three lost, trains? From Lost, uh. Basketball games. Double or nothing, Jack. Nothing or <coughs> Alright, but if you could redo one story arc for your character... We did this on the last one. I think so, but, I mean, they weren't here. Oh, yeah, I love what you guys talked about, how Wolverine, like every ten years they can... Oh, yeah, yeah that, that was really good. Did you hear Did you hear that episode, Nelson? I did not. I said, um, if, you could, if you could write a story arc for a character, how would you do it? And I said that every ten years Wolverine would completely his healing factor would completely erase all memories. 
and it, the X-Men would have to wrangle him in. And it was almost like a different personality type of Wolverine each time because it erases everything that he was, and now he has to you know, I would, redo everything. <laughs> I, would, I would only pay attention to the year nine Wolverine because he's like, fuck it, I got one year left, and so i got to wipe my memories. Let's hit up Jean Grey. <laughs> because, because, because I said when, uh, when Weapon X happened, it, it was supposed to erase his memory. Because it was like, it was another traumatic event, so everything's gone. Just like when, um, in Wolverine, in X-Men, or, uh, I'm sorry, when Origins came out, the comic book, after he popped his claws and he was with the red-headed bitch for a little bit, he forgot everything about who he was, and he took on the name Logan. Then, Weapon X happens, he forgot everything about who he was, and he, he kept the name Logan somehow, because they told him that's his name. I thought, like, when, when... Magneto pulled out the adamantium. That was a perfect time for him to forget everything about who he was. It was another traumatic event. Wipe his memory. When Jean Grey died, you know, during the Phoenix Saga, wipe his memory, start again. And I think you could have that every few years. Civil War, you know, he fights all these superheroes, then Wolverine's gone and people have to wrangle him in. You have all these opportunities to make Wolverine not be the same stagnant dude than be like, oh, he's a loner every time. Maybe sometimes he's a soldier that listens to everything that Scott Summers says because now that's who his personality is. He thinks he should be that guy because of, you know, last memories that he's had from fighting in previous wars and what have you. So I thought you had a major opportunity to redo Wolverine as many times over as you wanted and he could be whoever that writer wanted him to be. It just it, I was proud of that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that was a great idea. Wolverine for someone who's lived so long how does he keep making, making the same mistakes? You should have all the experience. I mean, it's like when you so see, it's like, it's, like, it's like when old people so I know you're an in the car, you're an and artist. you're like, oh, it's an old person. No, no, no. They've been on this planet longer. They should know more. So you're an artist. I'm Pre- pretend you're not an artist for 10 seconds. Okay. If you could redo somebody's story arc, or if you could write a story arc for a character, what would you do? Rodney, you as well. Go ahead. Uh, I think I think that uh, some characters A, I would have I would stop having Spider-Man constantly fight Green Goblin and constantly fight Dr. Octopus mix it up I have Dr. Oct- like today I saw Dare- I saw a cover, I'd never seen it before Daredevil versus the Vulture I mean we know Daredevil's gonna win but it was just kinda cool to see uh, another hero's villain right, but I think that um, certain characters that to scale them down a little bit, right? It's it's whatever you want. You have carte blanche. Marvel, well, no, Marvel saying, or DC uh, comes yeah. up to you to like write us a story. You have whatever you can use whatever backstories. You can use whatever the fuck you want. We need to redo. We need to completely redo a storyline for a person. Well, I'm, I'm Be original. Doing, do something. I'm currently doing a submission, but that Marvel only wants four pages. But if Marvel was like, okay, keep going. We want to see what else you got. I want to do Punisher takes on the gangs in Chicago. I feel like... Didn't he I, do that with Eminem except in Detroit? I'm not sure. So, so essentially taking somebody out of fucking New York. New York's getting up. That's what I'm saying. The submission I have is Punisher is... I'm drawing Punisher's... Couldn't do it. He'd be yelled and fight and be called a racist. He's cleaning his gun, and he's at home cleaning his gun. Is that code? No, he's literally cleaning his weapon. 
and code? the TV's in the the TV's in the background playing the, the news. Barrel. It's playing the news, right? This is how I'm drawing. It's playing the news. It's in a shitty apartment, and it's playing the news, and it looks up, and it's showing all these graphs of murder rates in Chicago, kids being shot, and you see Punish the camera zooms in the Punisher's eyes, and you, it allowed me a chance to draw scenes I've always wanted to draw. So I have Punisher showing up to a scene where Galactus is being is fighting the Fantastic Four. And Punisher's there with his fucking like guns and Fantastic Four fighting Galactus and he's like what the fuck? And then it shows him um showing up to another scene and it's Spider Man fighting with Green Goblin on the bridge and you see Jean Grey. I mean I'm Gwen Stacy falling. Right? And he's like I couldn't do anything with this gun either. And then like uh, the last scene shows Thanos fighting everybody on the blue blue side of the moon and blue area of the moon and again he's there with his gun. He's like, I'm useless here. Where can I be of use? There's all these heroes here fighting big stuff. So it shows him in a challenge. I drew him in the Challenger. Uh, he's driving to Chicago and he's it's pretty much like taken. Like he's doing recon and he's Working his way up the the food chain in terms of, and remember the last scene of the crow, when all the bad guys get together and they get they're like, we gotta stop this crow guy, and it's like that, like Punisher's taking on all the gang leaders in Chicago, like in a warehouse. I just thought that would be so badass, you know, like just like not Punisher shouldn't be fighting, you know, Hulk. He should be fighting low level guys. I always like Punisher. The the, the most badass guy Punisher should be fighting is Tombstone. Like Bullseye. like Bullseye. Like Joey Punisher versus Bullseye. You know? I, I I mean I love when Punisher fights Bullseye. <coughs> Stuff like that. Like I wanna see Punisher fighting killing gangbangers. That at the end of the day, that's what he's about. He's not about saving the world. He's about his family's killed by you know, a mafia style hit. Like he should be fighting low level gangbangers, you know, drug dealers who are dealing by schools and stuff. I wanna see Punisher, you know, showing up, you know, pulling up to a couple game mares. Game mares like, hey, you want, you know, what you want? That, Punisher, see, that's what I like about the villain, the villain stuff, yeah. the villain stuff that that was made because it wasn't him. It's not my favorite was, Punisher artist, though. No, but the the tone of the book was him taking out like there's. He the, actually, I'm reading the, I'm currently reading Punisher, which I've never really done, and they have a scene where some guy. These people are taking this uh, drug that's making them like superpower, like for a short amount of time. MGC. I don't know what it is, but they're like pretty much they're, like on PCP. And Punisher is trying to get you know a hold of who's making it. And it's one guy who knows that Punisher is coming from. All his henchmen have been killed by Punisher. And of course, Dylan's drawing it like crazy violent. And the last panel shows this guy. He's like, oh, he's coming for me. I need you to stall him. And it shows this little girl who's like four years old playing with dinosaurs. And he puts a suicide vest on the girl. Right? With like explosive. And he's got the detonator. And he's like, go out there. And for, I mean, I'm like, oh my God. Marvel letting this dude put a suicide vest on a four-year-old girl is crazy. Read Army of One, Punisher. Uh, the last issue, like the whole time he's fighting the Russian, she has, and he has big tits because they... Yeah, I think I've read all those. But... The last issue of that trade paperback, there's no dialogue. It's all just Dylan just doing his own thing. Um, it's storytelling solely through visual art. And it's him 
um, beating up gangbangers and, and drug dealers around the school. And, and the final panel is um, these guys are playing basketball in the beginning of the issue. And then at the end of the issue, one of, the, one of those guys is dead because he OD'd on, on, on drugs. And he just walks away, like, you know, just another, another fucking piece of shit down. Mm-hmm. From an artist standpoint, that is a fucking awesome issue. You don't need any, anything written down dialogue-wise, and you still get everything conveyed. Did you read that, that thing I put the other day about, uh, on Facebook about artists, about how people expect every comic book to be like, oh, man, I love this artwork consistently throughout. Like, artwork isn't made... I mean, yeah, it's a business. They're, they're there to make money, but people feel entitled to tell artists like on Twitter, like, "Oh, your art sucks," or "Why do you draw Spider-Man like that?" Or what? And it's like, listen, man, like everybody draws Spider-Man different. Everybody draws Batman different. You may not like it, but it's subjective, right? Like, you look back then, everybody. You can like back. Okay, like this is Disney, right? It's not one artist that works on a movie. It's dozens of artists, but they all have to learn that style because of consistency. And it used to be like that back in the '60s, like everybody had to learn how to draw like Romita Senior Spider-Man, right? And then here comes along Tom McFarlane. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna make Spider-Man look like a spider, and I'm gonna make his webs like this, and I'm gonna make, I'm gonna give him big eyes. A lot of people didn't like it, but I mean, he created a new standard for Spider-Man. Everybody draws a webbing like that, you know, especially, you know. But what I'm trying to say is, what sells comic books and what makes a good artist better than a guy who can doodle is, can you draw two guys having a cup of coffee and make that interesting? Can you have two guys, you know... Is he pointing guns at each other while they're drinking coffee? No. That's what I'm saying. It can't be splash pages every page. Hold up, real quick. Rodney, did you think about a story arc that you'd want to do for a comic book or even a TV show? Yeah, you know what would be a cool story? If Professor X got, like, a new class of X-Men who are all millennials, fucking whining bitches, and and he finally says, you know, fuck this shit, I'm taking over the conscience of, like, one of the lead X-Men now, and I'm not doing things for kids anymore, I'm not opening school, I'm gonna go on my own, start my own team, and, like, maybe turn to crime, and, like, fucking build, like, a crime syndicate of all the Marvel, you know, characters in the universe... And then it would take Doctor Strange to come and, and bring teams of secret defenders. It could be like Civil War Three. Don't give him ideas on that. I'm still having to struggle through Civil War Three right now. I actually like that idea. Like, Civil Civil War. Like that, like the, the kids need like safe spaces and it, shit. It could be like random teams of like anybody, War? because like Professor X could be like control yeah, anybody, yeah. and then uh, Doctor Strange could like put together secret defender teams of like anybody, and it'd just be like X Men versus X Men or Avengers versus Avengers or fucking. Yeah. Doctor, I think Professor X is dead right now. Red Skull has his brain. Happened again? Red that, Skull has I mean, his that, brain. That happened back in the Astonishing X-Men. Is that a euphemism? I'm still trying to figure out how exactly that fucking worked out. Red Skull had the body of Professor X and... Red Onslaught. You're the only guy I've ever met that said, if I became superpowers, if I ever had superpowers, yeah, I'd be a fucking bad guy. Yeah, dude. Like, I would... <laughs> if I had superpowers... Legitimately, if I had a, a superpower... I'd be looking out for myself first before I'm like, okay, I'm going to put myself on the line to save, you know, random people. Like, if, if I had the juggernaut's powers, I'd be joining the NFL. I'd be a running back in the NFL. <laughs> no. Yeah. Kill Grave. I think people would know because you're, like, you're dragging everybody, like, the whole well, team. Well, no, I was like, toting it down. Oh, okay. 
Like, you know, like in Incredibles when the, when the kids like yeah, yeah. racing. I'd be like, I'd be like, I'd break all of Devin Hester's records just for the shit he said about Chicago. And I'd be like, oh, I'm tired. I can't play. I gotta sit down. It's all my fault. Yeah. All right. If you have one supervillain's powers, who would it be? I'm tired. I can't play. Yeah. If you have a supervillain's powers, who would it be? Supervillain. Supervillain. Magneto. Really? I might go purple, man. Yeah. That's too much. That's too, too much, much power, man. You can't. No. That's too much power. I've seen how dark you guys are. Just walking to work. Yeah. You I'm ain't like, seen shit. I'd walk in. I'd walk into work, go to my bosses of bosses, and be like. Keep me on the payroll. I'm never showing up to work again. I'm out. And I'm gonna go bang your wife if she's good looking. I would, <laughs> or not. Just, just, I'm, I'm just gonna do it. Fuck you. I, I would take Sinestro. And your daughter. I would take Sinestro's powers and be a movie producer. Horrible. Scare the fuck out of people. Yeah. I think Magneto. I mean, you can. Dave. You change everything, man. Gravity. Mm. Right. You just turn everything into gold. Gravity. You can make anything. I mean. Be a toss up. Like I said, Kilgrave. If I'm looking to stay remotely human looking. If I'm looking to go over the top. Fuck it, make me apocalypse. Damn. Taskmaster. You can watch like Jordan I will have the Jordan Tech line. Okay, okay like, that's why I'm doing that now. I will literally just be like, I'm gonna have the world under my knee in a week. So you wanna be a dictator? A little bit. Alright, where are we at? We've been recording for... This is on the dick. Hour 45. Hour 30. Hour 29. So, do you want to cut it there? Probably should. Favorite movies. And that's it. Favorite super movies. Top three. Oh, fuck. Top three. That's it. All time. So it has to be super movies? Super movies. Okay. We're based on comics. That's the theme of comics. Okay. Um, Top three all time. I have to go Incredible Hulk. Wait, are we doing live action or... Yeah, are you counting animated ones in that or no? no. Okay. So, okay. I'm going to go Incredible Hulk just because. There's a fucking overlap in this one. I mean, I I have to. He's my favorite superhero. It was the first time I thought they got close to getting him right or the closest to getting him right. Uh, Avengers. And and after that, I might I might go Civil War just cuz you know, being able to see superheroes fight one another like that. Blew my fucking mind. If not that, then Iron Man won. Civil War just for Spider-Man, but I think I'm going to go The Crow, Spider-Man 2, and Avengers. Rodney? Um, I'm going to go Iron Man 1, uh, Deadpool, and my last one's a toss-up between Captain America 2 or Avengers 1. Captain America 2 is so good, man. Captain America 2 is Captain America 2 amazing. so far to me is the dark knight of the Marvel movies. It's just like, it's so good that you forget that it's a superhero movie. It's like a thriller. Yeah. It's like Spy Games. I love that movie, Spy Games and shit. I'm gonna go Iron Man 2. Really? Because I thought the depiction of War Machine was actually good. It was like Spider-Man 3 for you me, just blew but where my they, fucking where they mind fucked up. But I can't, I'm, War Machine, I thought, was actually a good War Machine. I'm like, alright, you guys didn't fuck that up. And War Machine was one of my favorite armors. I saw a meme that they were complaining that, how is that War Machine just picked up this guy's armor and already knew how to do everything? 
Yeah, but, that, but this guy, but Tony Stark spent. But my argument is that I think Tony, Stark is, Tony Stark is not right, but Tony Stark is not a pilot. He's not. The thing he's of, not warm, uh, Colonel Rhodes is already a battle hardened pilot. I'm sure he took to it faster. And also, there's a part where. He struggled. Yeah. Yeah, like but there, like but, floating but, like yeah, but remember, remember the time when Tony Stark was half the thrust wall and, and stuff. But but the, the part when I saw when, that same thing when Nick Fury's like the guy broke in, whooped your yeah, ass. You mean the walk. little brother just walked off and took your suit? He's like, didn't and then um, Natasha's like, there's the, redundancy. Yeah, right. There's there's things that but the thing out of, and then Tony Stark has like a smirk, like yeah, you know. Maybe. The thing was, I think they were make, trying to parallel when you're dying or when you're planning on to die, suicide. You pass stuff over. Yeah, you give shit away. Don't eat. Tony. And <laughs> Tony. Tony. That's the part that kills me most about Iron Man 1. That's the only reason Iron Man 1 isn't a perfect, 100% good. Because that, that one scene, Tony. Tony. Uh, so Next time, baby. Next, I'd have to say Avengers. And then third. Avengers changed my fucking life. I saw Avengers like five times in theory. Third? I have no problem saying Avengers changed my fucking life. Third, I'll have to say Punisher. Oh. Thomas Jane? Of course. You seen the, the, the laundry one? Yeah, dirty yeah, laundry. laundry. That's so good. That fucking that short was better than Warzone. Oh my god. But wait, you haven't seen Daredevil yet? Yeah, season yeah, two. Yes. Uh, yes. And you still like Thomas Jane's Punisher better? Yes, hundred percent. Better than he had this the case? look of him to me. More he than looked Shane like, or what? Yes. Josh. Josh. John. John Burnthal. Yeah. I've never. I given think a, Thomas given Jane crap. looked like. I've never got a crap about Tom, Punisher. Like Frank Castle looked in the comics. Really? I think they knocked out a part of that Punisher. I don't think Burnthal's bad. I just like Frank Castle better. To me, I looked at him like it's like the comic for came to life. For the the lack of budget that the Thomas Jane got. See, I think and, Burnthal's and the benefit of movie. all the errors Marvel, ha- the few errors Marvel has oh, made, yeah. and all the errors the other you know you know production companies have made. I think they it. It, they started from a great place, whereas Thomas Jane had to start from what? The Dolph Lundgren Punisher? DC should take... I know they don't, they're don't. they not Marvel and blah, 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 but DC needs to look at what Marvel's... To me, the little stuff that Marvel does wrong. And I guess real quick, the problem for me real, is... Hold on. Before you even say anything, huge kudos, and I, kudos to you for the thing that you tagged me on. Um, for the guy that was bashing Marvel... Lovers saying that we're all brainwashed people. I thought your arguments for Batman vs Superman were absolutely perfect. Um, I had nothing else to add besides that. Besides the whole, for those that haven't seen Suicide Squad, I'm sorry. Um, I, and I posted. Did, did you see what I posted? Yeah. For those who have seen Suicide Squad, I'm sorry. I, I posted. I hate the fact that they took away Batman's detective skills. In these fucking movies. I mean, the fight scenes were great. I mean, even even I, who still don't... I don't like Batfleck. He was a great Thomas Wayne Earth 2 Batman. Awesome. But I don't... He, to me, he didn't convey the spirit of Bruce Wayne. But Maybe I, an old grizzled in the Dark Knight miniseries, but you're still taking a novelty one-off comic and trying to shoehorn it into your canon universe. That, to me, right there is already a problem. I think he's the best And man. now he's not even the quiet, sullen fucking Bruce Wayne. He's quippy. But I, I don't... Pick where he is. I don't like the whole Batman didn't do detective work. Like, but, but for my thing... Everything's done for him. 
he stole fucking information from Lex Luthor. He didn't do the research himself about these people. He was Tony Stark hacking the Avengers mainframe in Avengers. He got he got the dossier from Amanda Tony. Waller. He's been Tony Stark so far. He's, he's he, he ripped off the do- or he was given the dossier from Amanda Waller about Oliver the Queen's rest been of the Justice Bruce Wayne. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, let him do the shit on his own. Let him find out he all these. He recruits a teenage to- kid at his house. But all the kid gets I, there. I told but, you that right from Jump Street. But the thing for me is. I was shit-talking Man of Steel up till the night we went and saw it. I enjoyed the shit out of Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. It was a good movie. I remember looking I at you and you were still looking at well, me like, fuck. Yeah, and I was like, and I said once we got out, I was wrong. And I'll happily admit I'm wrong. The part where I wasn't wrong with Batman versus Superman. The part where Kevin Costner tells him, don't save me, I almost walked out. That was my... That was, was my shitty writing That yet. was my Mandarin Did reveal. you watch Smallville? No. Okay, because if you could suffer through Smallville, you could suffer through his dad doing that. Yeah, because oh, yeah, I mean, his dad was all about that in Smallville. I, I mean, his dad. No, was I agree. A- no, I agree. I agree with the message. Sacrificing my life in a tornado when my son could easily run over here and nobody would notice because they're looking at a giant F five tornado. Then I have a problem with that. But that's what that guy would. That's the whole. That's in a little bit going all the way back to the beginning of the show. Guys like that are the arrogant pricks that. Well, no, you're just a Marvel fanboy. No. I'll tell you when a Marvel product sucks. Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3. I don't say it sucks. I'll definitely say it's the weakest. Iron Man 3 had me fully engrossed because I'm like, okay, how are they going to do Mandarin? Because they can't in this day and age do a Fu Manchu style Mandarin. This day and age, they used Osama Bin Laden as a template. You have Oscar Award winning uh, Sir Ben Kingsley. As, and he's got that creepy voice, and he's doing terrorist acts. I'm like, they got me. Man, and, they, is and awesome. he sounded cool. He sounded cool. You know, the part he's like, you'll, you'll never, never see me. See me. Yeah. yeah, perfect. And then he's like, I'm an actor. I'm like, what? No, no, no. I literally walked. You got to grab me. I literally. Oh, God. All right, we got to close this out. We've been recording for an hour and a half. This is a super sized episode now. So. Giant sized. Giant sized. All right. Sized. So, you want to close it out? It's your show. Well. Because you're going to make me do it anyway, you cocksucker. Uh, well, thanks for smoking with us. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you got something to add, please, please, please leave your comments, leave your suggestions. Send all your common suggestions to Adam Flores because <laughs> if I'm the host, I'm delegating it to him. Thanks. Should be our closeout. The coals are getting cold. <laughs> Time to go. Time to cash it. Thanks for joining us, everyone. And if you're Marvel DC and you're looking for an artist, holla at me. I hate my job. I don't say who you are. I'm David Merkel. I'm Adam Flores. I'm Rodney Senior. I'm Nelson Flores. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for hooking up, everybody. <laughs>